Welcome to this Northern Fire podcast. This is part five of the series, Hearing the Voice of Yeshua. Part five is entitled, Anointed to Help Others. In John 10, 27, Yeshua said this, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. And then in John 14, 17, Yeshua said, I will give you the Holy Spirit. He will be with you, and he will be in you. Our shepherd, Yeshua, gives us his Holy Spirit. Our shepherd, Yeshua, speaks to us. Through dreams, visions, prophecies, sometimes we sense something in our body. I spoke in an earlier message that we look to see, listen to hear, and sense to feel. Yeshua blesses us in this way, gives us his spirit, that we might follow him, that we might walk in the kingdom, that we might receive his blessings and guidance. We might learn and grow and produce fruit in his kingdom. And he gives us his spirit and he speaks to us in order to help others. In Matthew 10.8, Yeshua said this, Freely you've received, freely give. In 2 Corinthians 9.8, it is written, Our Elohim is able to make all grace abound towards us, that always having all sufficiency in all things, we may have an abundance for every good work. He's talking about the sufficiency of grace, that we might have sufficiency for ourselves and an abundance to bless others and help others. Our shepherd wants us to help others, actually to activate others in hearing his voice. Several years ago, I was the pastor of a small church, and every Saturday evening, we had a prayer and praise meeting. We would have songs and music for about an hour, and during that time, we would pray as well, and then we'd have a prayer time. Saturday evenings. Now that day, earlier in the day, I was out walking and praying, and Yeshua said this to me, Daniel, tonight at the prayer meeting, I want you to activate the people in seeing Yeshua. Seeing me, he's saying. My, my initial response, and I think I said this out loud, was, I can do that? The shepherd said to me, tonight I want you to activate the people in seeing Yeshua. I can do that? That was my response. And the voice came back to me and said, Yes, anything you are able to do in the kingdom, you can activate others in doing. So that night, when the meeting was starting, before the music time, I explained that to the people who were there. There were 10 or 12 people there. And I said, Tonight, you are all going to see Yeshua. And I said a simple prayer over them. I may have imparted the grace of Elohim to them out of 2 Corinthians 9.8, and we went on and had our time of music. After that time of praise, I simply asked, now did anyone see Jesus? And almost everyone saw Jesus that night. There were three or four people who had a vision. One had a vision of Yeshua on a horse in armor going to war. One had a vision of Yeshua standing in a field with some sheep as a shepherd. Another person had a vision of Yeshua sitting on a throne with a crown in his glory. And there were others. People shared the vision they had and the message they were receiving. 
And then I remember there was one man at that meeting who did not see Yeshua at the meeting. But the next day at church, he told us what happened. When he left that meeting, he was driving home. And I don't remember the circumstances, but he encountered someone else. And uh, this he and this lady spoke for just a few minutes. He was on his way home from this prayer and praise meeting. They spoke for just a few minutes, and they got back in their cars. And when this man got back in his car, he heard the voice say, You just saw me. So that man saw Yeshua in that woman that he encountered. And it wasn't an, it didn't happen to be an angel. It was a woman that he, he knew. Uh, he hadn't encountered her before. But he saw Yeshua in the face of another human being. Part of the point here is there's many ways to see Yeshua. It's not always just a vision. And the other point here is what Yeshua said to me. Freely you've received, freely give. Anything that we are able to do in the kingdom, we can activate others in doing. We can do that through our faith. Yeshua, in his life on the earth, taught and trained his disciples to do what he did. Let me say that again. Yeshua, in his life on the earth, taught and trained his disciples to do what he did. In John 14, 12, Yeshua said this, Most assuredly I say to you, The things that I do, you will do, and greater things than these you will do, because I go to the Father. It's not just Yeshua, Yeshua's intent that we hear his voice and follow him. That's part of his intent. But there's a greater intent. His intent in giving us grace his intent in giving us his Holy Spirit is that we would do the things he did and do greater than these things because he has left the earth and he has put us on the earth. He's anointed us to help others. Now, how did Yeshua train his disciples to do what he did? Well, it's a three-part progression. He taught, he demonstrated, and he activated. He taught, he demonstrated, and he activated. Let me give you an example. Yeshua came teaching that the kingdom of heaven is here. He came teaching that he had authority in the kingdom of heaven. And he came teaching that he was giving us authority in the kingdom. Authority to cast out demons. Authority to take dominion over evil spirits. So Yeshua would teach this. He would teach about the authority of the kingdom then what did he do? He demonstrated. We see almost immediately in the Gospels, as Yeshua began his ministry on the earth, he was casting out demons. In fact, it says in Mark chapter 1 that he traveled from town to town, from synagogue to synagogue. He preached the kingdom of heaven, and he cast out demons. So he taught. And he taught based on the Old Testament scriptures. He taught based on new revelation of who he was and what the kingdom was about. And he taught based on the things that he was hearing from his father. Then he was demonstrating what he was teaching. Demons were being cast out of human beings, and everyone around him was amazed, including his disciples. Then he activated. So we see in, in John or Matthew 10 that Yeshua sent his disciples out two by two to preach the gospel of the kingdom. He said to them, Go. Preach the gospel. 
heal the sick, cleanse the leper, cast out demons, raise the dead, freely you have received, freely give. They actually came back to Yeshua, amazed that the demons out there were submitting to them. And this is, I believe, in Luke 10, where he said, Don't rejoice that the demons submit to you. Instead, rejoice that your names are written in heaven. And right there in Luke, he said, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy. So just think about that. Yeshua is not just a good teacher. He is a good teacher. He demonstrates what he teaches. He doesn't stop there. He activates us in what he's teaching us so that we can go forth and do what he did. Teach, demonstrate, activate. So my point again is, whatever we can do in the kingdom, whatever we can do in the power of the Holy Spirit, whatever we can do through the grace of our Father, we can activate others in doing. Now, you just don't go around activating people. You teach them and you demonstrate to them. I taught in an earlier session that uh, we start as seeds and we grow and we need to be nurtured and, and taught and helped. But we can help others hear from Yeshua, our shepherd. A number of years ago, I was involved in a Carex weekend in one of the prisons here in Michigan. And again, Carex weekends are 40 weekends where a group of us in the ministry travel to a prison and we do a, a weekend, you might call it a workshop or a weekend retreat. There's usually 40 to 50 of us volunteers and 40 to 50 inmates. And we're in the gym. And it, it's a time of singing and prayer and fellowship. It's a time of preaching and counseling. And these men meet Yeshua and they get set free from things. Uh, it's an intense time and it it's essentially Christianity 101 and there's a there's the presence of the Holy Spirit that changes these men's lives well we were in one of the prisons uh, we being the Carrick's ministry and during the weekend there's always a time of music where we just ask the inmates to put their heads down and listen and just reflect on what's been happening during the weekend reflect on what they're learning what they're hearing reflect on their own response to that. And there was a man at this weekend, his name was Richard, and he put his head down during this time of music. And later he came to me and told me that when he had his head down and the music was playing, he had a vision. He'd never had a vision before. And in the vision, it began, he was standing in the dark. He couldn't see anything. He knew he was standing in a place that was totally dark. And then in the vision, a door in front of him opened and light flooded into the tunnel where he was. Now, he was situated in such a way that he saw the door open and light come in, but he couldn't see what was through the door. And in the vision, the only thing he realized was that through that door was light and I'm in the darkness. And he said, in that moment in the vision, I had a choice to make. Was I going to stay in the dark? Or was I going to step out into the light, not knowing what was out there? Well, he now this happened very quickly over a few minutes. Now, as he pondered this, he's got his head down. People around him are worshiping. And he sees this choice that he needs to make. 
Well, he'd been hearing the gospel of Yeshua. He'd been hearing the truth of the scriptures. He'd been around, you know, at least 40 of us men who have committed our lives to the kingdom of Elohim. And the, the, cho the choice was being laid before him was very clear, that Yeshua is the light, and he can take Yeshua's hand and walk in the light, not really knowing or under understanding what was through that door, other than light and life and, and hope that we were presenting to him. And so he paused, he thought about it in the vision, he paused and thought about it, and he decided to walk through that door. And when he walked through that door, he said this vista opened up before him. There was, a, there was a lake or a big body of water. There was a beach. The sun was setting. Trees, you know, just... He came out of darkness into this panorama of light and life and hope and future. And in that vision, at that very moment, was when Richard decided to give his life to Yeshua, to confess Yeshua as his Lord and Savior, to believe that the Bible was true, to believe that his Father God had led him to the Savior of the world. He stepped through that door. He met Yeshua. Yeshua spoke to him in this vision. That's called activation. Now, we could just go in and, and preach the gospel to these men and to give them our testimonies and, and present to them hope. And we do that. And many times the Holy Spirit flows through us. The grace of our Father flows through us. And these men, they're not just taught. They are activated. They're activated in hearing Yeshua. They're activating actually in eternal life. There was another time that there were three of us men in prayer. This was not in a prison. This was uh, just a, a simple time of prayer. Myself, a friend of mine named Frank, and a friend named Todd. Now, myself and Frank had been walking in Yeshua for years and walking in Revelation. We, had, we were able to see the unseen. We were able to hear the voice of our shepherd. Uh, but Todd was new and Todd was new to faith, new to some of these things, and he was with us in this prayer time. And we were praying, uh, quoting the scriptures, talking about things. So we were, it was a meeting where we were talking and praying, going back and forth, and uh, giving testimonies. And in this informal meeting, with just three of us, Todd was being taught. As Frank and I discussed scriptures, as we prayed, as we shared things that had happened to us, there was a teaching going on, not formally, but informally. And there was a demonstration going on to Todd. The demonstration being our testimonies. He was hearing how two men operated in the kingdom through the voice of the shepherd. And we went into this time of prayer, probably 10 minutes of prayer. Frank and I had our heads down. Either we had our heads down or we, we were looking in a different direction because all of a sudden Todd excitedly says, did you guys see that angel? Did you guys see that angel? He's right there. And 
Frank and I did not see the angel. Todd was activated in seeing the unseen. A window opened to him, and he, there, there was an angel with us the whole time. Angels are with us always, and we just don't always see them. At that moment, heaven opened a window, and Todd saw the angel. And since that time, I have not had much contact with Todd. I'm trusting that that was an activating moment for him. That was the moment where he was activated in seeing the unseen realm, and he's gone on from there. Because Yeshua said this in, in John chapter 1, Yeshua said, You will see the heavens opened, and the angels of Elohim ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. In the book of Genesis, uh, the patriarch Jacob had a dream of angels, of a door open in heaven, angels ascending and descending upon the earth. John 1, Yeshua tells us that we would see that door open, and we'd see those angels. And then in the book of Revelation, chapter 4, verse 1, the apostle John said, I saw a door standing open in heaven, and he saw visions of heaven, visions of Elohim. My point about this in, in that story about myself, Frank, and Todd is this. Uh, we weren't really trying to activate Todd. We were praying and sharing testimonies. And the Holy Spirit activated Todd. At that moment, it was the time was right for him to see into the heavenly realm. And I believe this. Once we're activated in something of the kingdom... We don't lose that. We're activated in it. We know it. We have been given faith. Faith is a gift. We have been given faith. We've been given grace to continue to walk in that. Now, we're not always activated in the things of Elohim by others. I mean, Father is not restricted to a prayer meeting on a Saturday night where I have to activate people and seeing Yeshua. Father's not restricted to uh, a weekend retreat. Father's not restricted to a prayer meeting. Father can and does activate his people directly without another human being there. It's both. But I want you to know that he gives us this grace and he gives us this ability not to walk in pride, but to walk in humility and bless others through the anointing that we've received from Yeshua. Now my encouragement to you is this. Spend time with people who are anointed and filled with the Holy Spirit. If you have not been activated yet in seeing the unseen, again, in an earlier session of this series, I taught about how we look to see listen to hear, and sense to feel. This is how Yeshua communicates with us and speaks to us. If you're not seeing or hearing or sensing, if you've not, had these, yet, not yet had these experiences of hearing the voice of your shepherd, spend time with people who are activated. Go through this process on your own if you need to, or seek others to teach you to demonstrate to you. If you want a demonstration of how Yeshua communicates, read the Bible. There's hundreds 
of demonstrations of our shepherd guiding his sheep through his voice, through dreams, visions, prophecies, through angel visitations, just a, a whole number of ways. Another way to receive a demonstration is to talk to people who hear the voice and ask them about their experiences. Those are demonstrations. And then seek the activation. Ask for the activation. And again, I've taught in this series about the importance of waiting, trusting and waiting till the proper time. Father will prepare you to be activated in looking to see, listening to hear, and sensing to feel. Spend time with people who hear the shepherd's voice. Ask them to pray over you. Be in that atmosphere. Be in that place. And you too will be activated by the Holy Spirit. Now receive this blessing. Jehovah bless you and keep you. Jehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Jehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. Before I close, I would like to share one more testimony. A few years ago, I was in a prayer meeting, and there was a quiet time, and Yeshua gave me a message for a married couple that I know. And it was actually became like a letter. I, I wrote it out, and I think it was a page or two. And so... I wrote it out and for two or three days I would read through it and I was praying for this couple and decided to send them that message from Yeshua and again it was in the form of a letter it, it, it seemed like a letter from our Father God from our Shepherd Yeshua just put it in an envelope put a stamp on it send it off well, I heard later from this couple that uh, the lady had been in a prayer meeting with some other ladies that she knew, and they were reading through the epistles of St. Paul, and this lady had actually made the comment to her friends. Now, these Christians in the first century, the apostles sent letters to them. These letters are, are important. These letters are truth. And obviously, the Christian church used to send these letters around. Why don't we ever get a letter from God? <laughs> she said that to these ladies in that meeting. I think it was a home group. Why don't we ever get a letter from God? And just I think it was either that day or a day or two later, later my letter comes in the mail to this couple. So... Not only was that a, a demonstration of the love of our shepherd and demonstration of the importance of listening to hear, it's a demonstration of, of what this session is about. We're anointed to help others. We're anointed to help others. Now, I know that particularly married couple. I know that they've been walking with Yeshua for many years. I know that they've had visions and they've heard his voice. But just think of the dramatic way that that message came to her, her own desire to receive a letter from Father and then receiving one just a few days after making that statement. And then she read it to her prayer group 
and it encouraged all of them. We, friends, are anointed. We are anointed by Yeshua with his Holy Spirit to help others, to share the message of the kingdom, to share the message of the gospel with others. Again, freely you have received, freely give. Shalom.